evening, everybody, and welcome. five senses, your six senses are picking up what's going on. See if you can imagine that that mechanism is just a downloading machine, really. It's just a downloading machine, auditing, constantly auditing and filtering and putting labels and adding comprehension in order to make sense of the world. Almost as if the body and the brain the intellect is like a computer, really, just like a, an auditing machine. And that a part of the program of that machine is to have the idea that that machine is owned by itself. that that machine is autonomous and free-thinking and has free will, but that these are pieces of... programs, really, just, just wiring, coding that's put into the body, just, just codes. So the sense that you are separate comes from a code that's written in to a mechanism called the ego. There is no loss of you in any of this. The you who you think you are is a code. It's a piece of coding. So any feeling that you get, if it's like, mmm, delicious cup of coffee, any feeling that you get is the coding going through, going, doing what it's supposed to do, interpreting taste, smell, I like, I don't like, good, bad, pleasure, pain. The coding is doing its job, entertaining itself, sending an experience to the HQ, the brain. <coughs> then the piece of coding that says I, me, my world says that it's my experience. That's just that piece of coding. It kicks in all the time. And it's almost like there's a self-destruct mechanism built in on this coding system. It sets itself up and it breaks itself down. There's no loss of you in any of it. There is no gaining of you in any of it. It's just a setup, a big setup, a cosmic joke.
So, mm, so you can kind of step back and say, okay, that's an interesting idea. I can play with that for a while. Mm, okay, but that's not really what I'm talking about. What I'm saying is that this is actually how it works. It really is a piece of coding. It really is just programs that are running in the body-mind mechanism to make this look real, to make having an experience seem plausible. That's all it is. And the fact that we believe it is built into it. That's just another layer of the coding, that you believe this, you know? So built into this also is that you remember that it's a piece of... The coding remembers that it's a piece of coding. And then sometimes the coding forgets that it's a piece of coding. So the coding is just full on. It's the only thing on the screen, you know? The coding is running and the product of the coding is what has your attention. The end product of all these programs is what has your attention. And then we're caught in the movie. Then the ego is in charge. Then my story is all that's running. Until you get really sick of your own story. <laughs> and then there's an opportunity for, ah, actually, m maybe there's an outside of this. Maybe there's something here that's not as authentic as what I always wanted to believe. So mind can say, well, yeah, that's an interesting idea to see that it's just lines of coding. It's just a program to make the whole thing work. <clears throat> mind can make that just another idea and put it to the side. The invitation here is to actually find out for yourself that it is only a piece of coding at best. It's not just another idea. It really is all there is. There never was an individual autonomous you in there. There wasn't. It's just the coding giving that sense of a personal I. That's how it works. And it'll be believed for as long as that piece of coding works. So if you see it like that, then the idea of free will is nuts, because it's a piece of coding that has to burn itself out. The idea that you have choice, you know, it's like it will burn itself out. And, you know, we, we do things, whether or we do things to break up these ideas of me and myself and my conditioning and erroneous thinking and limited thoughts and negative thinking and self-criticism and we do things to break up these sticky parts. Mostly it just replaces another bit of coding with the hardwired piece that, you know, that we've taken apart. There'll always be some coding there as long as the body runs because there needs to be a set of skills to manage in the world and to, whatever, make a living and, and communicate. And there needs to be some, some baseline coding there in order to function so that you remember to put on clothes before you go out of the house. You know, just little practical things.
So as long as the coding is being believed to be true, suffering can happen. Some coding will always be there, and it's okay. If it's the coding that offers just functioning, if it just enables functioning in the world, great. It's fine. It's fine. And you can put in reminders to, I don't know, to cultivate that kind of coding. Like you can, you can make a commitment to love, or you can try to be a better person, or you can, you know, have less of a carbon print, or you can, you can do lots of things, try to increase your quality of life. You can do lots of things that will put in a healthy baseline coding, which will make for an easier life. That's fine. There's no harm in any of that. But that's all it is. It's just going to make daily life a bit better. It actually doesn't go into the deep part that's looking for something else. Nothing will touch that until it is seen that the whole thing, the whole thing is a program. All of it is a program. Just like any piece of software. So then, your own perspective, whatever view you have on yourself, really, or on the world, it's just coding. If you're very attached to it, if you're very attached to that, you know, it's going to hang around for a while. It's been soldered into place. <laughs> seen that it's just a great big old matrix. That's all it is. And what you really are, it's not part of this matrix at all. It is written that, that the fact that there is something and not nothing in manifestation, there is something. But when you break it right down, to, to example, if we go this path and see it as a piece of coding, if you break it right down to that, you know what? It becomes nothing very quickly. If you investigate its substance, it's empty. It's nothing more than a bundle of ideas. And every tangible experience, well, this chair is real because I can feel it, it's like, Actually, if you examine that, no, that's just another idea being believed. As if the sense of touch proves something. Put an anesthetic, a dental anesthetic, whatever they're called, into your hand, and your hand will be on the chair, but it won't feel anything. Does that mean the chair is not real now? So things that we prove for evidence of being in existence, upon examination, they all fall down. And why? Because you are not here. And what is here only appears to be here.
It just looks that way for the sake of it, for the heck of it. It just looks this way. That's the coding. That's the computer programming. Projecting it, making it appear, putting a word on it, solidifying its existence, accepting that it exists so that interaction can happen, so that we've got subject-object, so we can play. All of it, all of it is part of the one makey uppy code. And yet we try and fix it and reorganize it and code it a different way. <laughs> There's nothing at all wrong with that, you know. But that's what we do, huh? we try and rearrange it. It's just human nature trying to make things better. That's inbuilt, that's how the program operates. That's what we do. And what a fantastic thing then for mind to imagine that, you know, a goal, I can have a goal and I can be without suffering. And it's just set up this unattainable goal because the I can't get there, you know. You just see that the whole thing is one big fat cosmic joke. And not true at all and you what you are isn't here just the idea of you is here but what you are isn't here so what a fantastic game to set up seeing the truth as the goal because it, it's inevitably going to keep going forever because the one who's looking for it is the problem it keeps it, it gives the one who's looking for it a reason to stay active the seeker is the problem, not seeking itself. The seeker is the problem. <coughs> anyway, let's open the floor for any questions and let's see if we can rearrange coding a little bit, I suppose. What else to do, huh? Hi, Jack. Hi. It's so nice to see you. Yes, nice to see you again also. Thank you for being here again. Um, so all that you say comes in, makes perfect sense. You know, and in fact, as I look at it sort of objectively, I can see that all that's so. I don't, there's no concept challenge, right? Yeah. It's the day-to-day -day challenge of, you know, this morning I had a challenge with my work and I was just devastated, broken, you know, feeling terrible. And then, um, and then it's like I just sort of gave up, right? And so, screw it, you know? And then all of a sudden things aligned and I was able to you know, sort of operate. So it's like being in a play of this, you know, over lots of years of, you know, seeing sort of the curve go up and then it's still bumpy and then the curve goes up and it's still bumpy. But there's just, 
And I sat here last time you were here and said the same thing. Right? And he's like, I want to be like you and I, right? Because you guys have a sense of whatever that is. I mean, it, it's, it's exactly what you say and what I know in, in the moment that I can get to the source of the question, right? Which yes. is, you know, when I, the eyes come along, I get to the source of the question. I relax for two or five seconds. In any moment that, you know, the awareness of what I am is, can be present. Yes. It's just not. Yes. What's more interesting? Good question. Um, I, I would say at this moment, or in this conversation, um, the fact that I can't get there is more interesting. Mm. Hmm. Okay. So doesn't that tell you something? Yeah. If it's interesting that you can't get there. Then I'm going to keep not getting there. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, there's still juice in that, you know? Yeah. Yeah, the eye, you know, it just wants to be busy doing something, having some challenge, having, being unhappy, actually, that's kind of its gig, no? That's its gig, being unhappy. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. And the moment that that sort of shifts and happiness shows up, then there's this thing that has to just pull it back. Yes. It's like a pattern in there of, Happiness, unhappiness or being disturbed or not, not at ease in some ways. There's and, a pull, huh? And that's the coding. Yes. That's the coding. Yes. Is the... Yes. When you can see that it's coding, okay, there's a bit of distance from it. The juice is less. Yes. That's, that's one way to do it. Mm-hmm. Do you know? But, but it can happen that struggle is all right. Yeah. Yeah. That's the other leap, you know? Yeah. It looks like it's big, but actually it's just flicking it. Turn it on the flip side, huh? That struggle happens. What's the big deal? Mm -hmm. But if there is something that resists the struggle, at the same time, it seems like something is interested in the struggle because there's juice in it. Mm -hmm. It gives story, huh? Yeah. So struggle happens. Why is it a problem? I didn't ask that question. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, it, it, it hurts, you know, and that's a story too, but that's kind of what shows up for me. Um, you know, seeing my kids in pain or not being able to resolve a, a problem. Um, that's life. Yeah, I don't like it very much. Okay. And that that's like way old. Okay, yeah. There's I just that, don't like it. Yeah, that feels it has a different frequency. It's like... It's almost like you bought into the idea someplace that fairy tales can happen or that when I grow up it should... Something, you know? That's exactly right. That is it. Yeah. My whole life, you know, you live in a fairy tale. Yeah. And I, I think I'm supposed to live in fairy tales. Yeah. Yeah. Fairy tales are for the imagination, to stimulate the imagination for creativity when we're older and things like this. You know? Yeah. But, but, but that's what fairy tale is for. It's imagination at play. Life isn't 
it's not it's imagined but it's not imagined in that way <laughs> it's not a product of the imagination the creative imagination you know you see this isn't a fairy tale no and it's not supposed to be struggle free so how does struggle show up for you or does it just not um it shows up and I didn't even know that it showed up until my partner, my husband, said, he said, God, sometimes you really struggle. And I said, do I? Tell me, how does it look? What's it like, you know? <laughs> yeah, and he said, you really have to make an effort with some things. And completely over my head. Never knew what was happening at all. But, but now that he has reflected it back, it's like, gosh, yeah, I really do struggle sometimes. Do you know? Um, but... But I'm not bothered by it. Do you know? Mm. I'm not bothered by it. It's like struggle happens. It's it's the same as no struggle happens. You know. So, That's the part I don't know. Okay. It's accepted as part of life, not because well I have to accept struggle because it's you know I I can't get around it any other way. I've got to stop resisting it. I've got to accept it. It's not what I'm talking about. It's it's. Mm. It's not an intellectual acceptance. No. It's more a seeing that 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 mm. there's no preference for struggle not to be there. There isn't a resistance, an innate resistance to struggle. Yeah, so I have a sense of that. An example that I that shows up for me is is and it's different now than it was ten years ago, right? In that Something comes up that I don't want, right? My husband is you know, doing something that I don't want. You know, he's not available to me the way I want him to be. Uh -huh. All right? Um, and um, I'm finally in a place of okay, right? Instead of like, oh, he can fix that or you know, okay. whatever yes. things I might have yes. said historically. So there's movement uh -huh. in that. Uh -huh. Okay, so what happened there? Sounds like an acceptance came in. Um, or was there something seen? I, you know, it's, it's a good question. I, I, think, I think it's something seen because there's, there's just sort of like, there's the awareness of, sometimes, of, we're not in charge of anything anyway. Yes. So, I don't know why that's happening. I don't even know why this is happening. Yes. Or why I could care less or why I should care. Yes. It's just, I mean, it does, none of it makes any sense. So why would I think that I would know that that would be better than this? Yes. So that's sort of... Ah, uh -huh, good. Yeah, so it came from an understanding. Mm, I think so. Okay. All right. Bring that capacity to understand... Mm -hmm. to the subject area of struggle. Understand struggle in a different way. Oh, that's very sweet. Yeah. So when, when the comes, yes. just allow enough awareness to see it, that that's okay too. Yes. That you don't know why this is happening. You don't know, you know, 
Yeah. Why there is a preference for this to go away and for it to be smooth? Okay, we've got the fairy tale thing, but you can nip that. The seeing of that is probably enough. Mm-hmm. And that place of not knowing seems to bring you an understanding of how it's playing. Yeah. It seems paradoxical, but it makes sense. Yeah. You know? Yeah. We don't know what's better. It seems to be that's your foundation here. Some part of you thinks that it knows better or how it should be or the right way or... More fantasy. You know? Yes, yes more fantasy. Yeah. You see? Yeah. It's actually all okay because it is okay. Not because it's a good idea to be okay with everything. It actually is okay. Mm-hmm. The resistance causes more pain to what the struggle is actually about. The resistance to the idea of the struggle. That's the pain. Right. And that's even visible. You know, that's like, that shows up real clear a lot of the time. But it's sometimes after, it's, you know, hours or days of, you know, sort of pounding the pavement of resistance. Yes. And then, and then the awareness comes back. Yeah. It's like I want to drop that. Yes. You know, the, the spaces in between. Yes. Yes. But that seems like it's more of the same in some way. Yes. You know, of sort of like having to have it be other than how it is. That's exactly what you're, you're saying. You're trying to reinvent it in another way. Let it come back in in another way. Uh-huh. No, there can't be any negotiating with this one. understand struggle so that it actually does not pull up resistance. That struggle is met with smoothness. Smoothness is met with smoothness. It's all the same. And then when there are days, moments, hours, weeks of awareness with no struggle, right, um, and the ego starts to say, oh, I'm awake. <laughs> right? Yes, it's only the ego will say that. Yeah, right. And it's like there's no, I mean, there's complete bright light and then there's this other thing, right? Mm-hmm. But it's, I don't know, I, the, the thing that it frustrates me, it's not a journey. It's not a journey, right? Okay. But it seems like it's a journey. Yes, this is true. <coughs> mm-hmm. And yet, I know that in a moment, it, it's different, but it's literally in the moment. Mm-hmm. And it might be different in the next moment. Yes. And yet somehow, you and Aja, I'm here I come back to the same thing. You live more as if that's not so, as if there's a difference. And that's, that's I know I'm stuck on this thing, you know, where I, have experience, understanding, awareness, and in and out all the time, and then not, not consistency. I'm wondering if mind has set up a, a, a projection of what it's like for Jack or Adia. Yeah. Could you drop that? <sighs> <laughs> Because it manifests differently all the time. 
but but the perceiving object that's inside your head, the, the, the coding that's running, yeah. is picking out what it wants to see, and it's setting that up as a goal. That's exactly That's a problem. That's an eye. That's fuel for the eye. Fuel for the eye. Uh-huh. Yeah. Because really? any goal, yeah, the goals around waking up are pretty toxic. How it manifests in that physical form in front of me is going to be how it manifests. But to set a benchmark someplace, that's that's an ego gig. That's very cool. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I'm good. I got two things. I go. My ego's gonna go work on these things. Sure. That's that's how it works, huh? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Until that's seen through as well. Yeah. I don't know either, but there was just something moving, and it's oh, just like, yeah. let's see, let's see. It doesn't matter how it sounds. Sometimes you just let, bleh, let it, you know. issues there if you like yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah grief is beautiful it is you know it's just another part of life you know it's like looking at the autumn leaves here this evening you know it's, it's that's that's nature that's just the cycle of it and the experience of grief is worth having you know Things come and things go. Everything comes and everything goes. I guess I can kind of feel how it's you know, growing up and that's bad if this happens and it causes the pain. You know, but when you're in it, it's hard to see. Yeah, it. yeah. You know, it just seems... Yeah. Yeah. But I guess actually in the moment of that it was Yes. You know, it was 
with after. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's when I was, And, you know, usually with grief, we're crying for ourselves, you know? Yeah. We're crying oh, for ourselves. Yeah. Like, it's, yeah, it's all about us. You know? <laughs> I know. Yeah. yeah. For sure. You know, and, and maybe we live in a society where we've just reduced the emotion of sorrow to, like, windows of where it's acceptable. Mm. You know? Yeah. And, and it's acceptable to grieve because everybody hates loss at some point whether it's your pet or your parent or your child or it doesn't matter it doesn't matter it's still the same emotional letting go the energy field of something else pulling away from you and and it triggers grief what we call grief you know so i you know we, we've become so sophisticated about blocking off what's human that like we can be crying about a thousand things you know mm-hmm. but there's permission when there's something leaving us, you know, mm-hmm. something that was that had life force, you know. Mm-hmm. So, so I suppose the thing is just let yourself see if it's wider than than your dog, you know. Mm-hmm. Just let let yourself see if there's other things that mm-hmm. gotta leave your system in that way, you know. Yeah, I mean, I felt that today too. It's just yeah, yeah, yeah. We just don't give ourselves space to allow the organic letting go as things happen. And so then we hit an, an accumulation point. And whoa, there's a huge deluge. Of course there is. Because we've bottled for so long. So it's all right. It's just natural, you know. And then the, the last time we spoke, um, it was... I was very clear at that point. Yes. We're speaking. Yes. And then afterwards. <laughs> and then you had mentioned um, in finding that place of God in my mind. It's like, I didn't know what it was. Uh huh. And I think, like, oh, maybe it's this, maybe it's that. I kind of just, like, whatever. I don't know. <laughs> Your head got involved? Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. It's kind of a, I'm tired of it all, you know? Are you? Okay. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. I tried. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Still. Yeah. Being tired of it all is, it's totally fine, you know? Because there does come a point of where you just, I can't do it anymore. And it's like, if that truly comes, that space of like, I just can't. I, I just, I, you run out of steam for the journey, mm-hmm. the, for the search. And that, that's just another death of something, of a cycle of searching. You know, and that's part of the search too, that the search dies. That's part of the whole thing. That's all right. That's all right. If there's no energy behind it, let life happen. But something in you will still pull you inward. It will still continue. It just looks different. Mm-hmm. You know? And if, if regular life takes you for a few years and then you end up, whoops, something else knocks you back in there, that happens too. It can happen every single way, you see. There is no right and wrong. The thing is to be as authentic to your own inner motivation as you can. 
be totally authentically with the core of your own being, you know? And whatever that is, and when your mind is involved, okay, mind is involved. And maybe mind needs to run the show for a while. Maybe it does, but it will bring pain. That's usually what says, all right, enough of that. My mind is it's too much in charge. Because really it's just a, a tool to pick up, use and drop again. Mind is, you know? Yeah, it feels like art is over the spiritual path. You know, my mind was so involved in part of this and the moon, the sun, this, all these things. Yes. And it just like, I just had it. Yeah, enough. yeah. So it's, I mean, things, I guess, are clearer <coughs> per se. Yes. You know, I can kind of see that, you know, sometimes when I wake up, there's, just a millisecond. Yes. And then the eye comes in. Okay. And the story goes. Yes. It's like, how did that come in? Yes. But it's not really coming in. You know, I can, yes. can see that too. Yes. So it's like, what am I trying to do? Yes. <laughs> you know, I'm telling myself this eye is coming in, but it's really not. Yes, it's really not. It's really not. So I'm just kind of like... So if we let that character play her I story and rest in the knowing that really it's not coming in at all. Mm. Mm. Right, I guess that's... That's where it's at really, you know? It's just imagining that you're the I character so much so that you lose the perspective or the awareness that really the I isn't coming in at all. But then the I imagines, you know, I'm better off without myself and it does all this crazy stuff to find, to try and get rid of itself. But trying to get rid of itself just makes it bigger, you know. It's nuts. It's fantastic, like, how it's such a setup, you know. Yeah, see... (coughs) When I, I guess part of me, the mind comes in and says, well, you still feel, so therefore you're not observing. Okay. Like him. Okay. Going. Okay. You know what Okay. Just say, see, you know. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But let yeah. feeling happen. Because if you have that window of the eyes coming in, but really it's not. If you have that window, I'm inclined to open it a bit wider. Okay. If something was kind of given to you like that, do you know? Some some seeing is organically there for a millisecond in the morning. It's like, hey, hey, hey. If this is this crack has appeared organically, let's wedge it a bit. Okay. So just going on. Yeah. It's just like really it's not. Really it's not. The eye is feeling and it's being human and that's what it's rigged to do. To have a human expression but is that really really happening is it really me in there these are the kind of things I think that you are able to tap into the truth of very quickly because the one who's doing spiritual practice is the me that's when that's when you're, you've bought the I story yeah. you're in there observing and sometimes you've got to do that because it's the only distance you can get. It's the only bit of breather at all you can get from, 
from full-on drama. Sometimes it's just like, oof, and the observer will kick in, you know, and give you a bit of space. But any time you remember, or if you can focus on, what does this feel like? What's really going on here when there is now a knowing that that I is playing, but really it's not in at all. Really it's not. Mm-hmm. And get to know how that works. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you want to pull back the mic there to help you to get in? Yeah. Hi there. First of all, thanks for uh, answering a few of my questions or email for a few years. What's your name? Paul. Paul, Paul, Paul. Okay, I got you. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so, um, yeah. The last thing you said, don't hide behind the body concept. Okay. <laughs> it's 
just, you know, people tell me it's pathetic. I don't, I don't think about it. I actually kind of just like a happy idiot. But, you know, two little kids and a wife and the, this, this whole conventional, whatever you want to call it, reality. You know, and I'm, as a person, I'm just so tired of this like, game, so pointless. To be honest, all I want to do is just want to be alone. I take five, six hour walks every day almost. I drive to New Hampshire and I don't know where I'm just. Any kind of question about like what's next? Sometimes I laugh, sometimes I cry, I just I don't even it's like <clears throat> just and any advice for functioning that kind of it just completely fell apart. Mm. <laughs> you know, when you told me don't hide behind private concepts, mm. I did exactly that. Mm. I went back into management consulting, what I used to do. Okay. What a freaking joke. Aha. I didn't last at all. Okay. I just, on the very first day, I just. You know, it seems like everything needs to be done a certain way. And the only thing that I, I was like, like, why, 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 why this, why that? None, nothing made sense. And I'm not saying there's somebody here that knows how it should be, but it's just not happening that way. Mm. It's just, it just physically made me feel sick. I, I would walk into the building and I just feel like that extreme sensitivity, like body-wise, you know, that you, this, just my head would just, you know, and talking to people, I would just feel like, ooh, so I don't know what it is. Gosh. You know, just picking things up and, and then go home and try to relax, try to relax, without even realizing I'm trying to relax. No sleeping four, five, six nights in a row, you know, and just, and it's just total chaos. And at the same time, somewhere behind, like, nobody really gives a shit. <laughs> it's, you know. What do you want? Well, I, you know, one time I want. Well, the way I see it at this, at this point is not nobody's mistake, right? Mm -hmm. The way this, this 
bio-brain mechanism, you know, this, this thing, it's not a mistake either. Yes. So there must be something that you know, it can be useful. Um, you know, I wrote to I, I um, before 2008 when this whole thing kind of just erupted. Um, and right after that, I stayed home with kids because I just said, I was, yes. if this is dysfunctional, it's nothing. I was totally dysfunctional. You know, you know. and um, that was totally like <coughs> me. Yes, <laughs> you know, but yes. like the, the things that I mean, I have an MBA, and I mean, it's all complete like 180 degrees. Yes, and but along, I as a person, I love my wife, I love my kids, we have you know, two, two kids, and I have to five, and uh, a lot of things that I guess a lot of things this person I love doing. Yes, you know? but it's it feels like everything exploded so much. Yes. That even that is like totally that just exploded and gone. Okay. So okay. I don't know. Okay. It would be a lot easier if you were born in a different time, because we're we're on a, a strange one. You know the rate of change is it's it, it, it's ridiculous. It's like since the industrial age, and especially since the internet, it's like we we're we're moving from being an evolving species into naturally evolving over thousands and thousands of years to actually having to mutate. In, in order to to adopt uh, adapt to the changes that that we are creating on the planet and the environment with technology we're, we're, we're mutating and some of us have the old wiring and mutation is really difficult some the old doesn't make sense at all and they're completely wired for the new and some of us have it's like what planet am I on again? What? What? It's like we're wired for the time that's not now. And that's natural in a time of transition. Do you know? There's the old school and the new school happening together. So if we could absolutely put you back in a cave, with, I, I wonder would you survive better if it was just simple about getting up with the sun and going to bed with the sun and hunting for food when you needed food. Chances are that might be a lot easier because it makes sense because the rhythm of your life would, would be at one with the earth. Actually, it's happening. The, the way it's going and it changes like the fall now. I sleeping patterns and my eating patterns. I 
Sometimes they eat nothing but meat, and sometimes they can't even touch it. And sometimes yes. I can't even look at alcohol. Sometimes I, I feel like I just need just five shots of vodka, and I just, sure. just, and I don't, don't even start off now. Yes. It's just, yes. Yeah. Yeah. It does feel like that. That it's all right. It's all right. It's 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 like there's a, there's just a, a glitch. Some of us got caught in this in this time of rapid change. Uh, this it's just a time of rapid change, and 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 our wiring doesn't support it. So the so the thing is, as much as you can internally tune in to the frequency of the planet, the 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 cycle of nature, what's going on in the weather, what you can sense, what as much as you can tune into the earth. If you can align your own rhythm with that, you'll have some stability. It'll just give you some stability. If it's only just hanging on to a tree when you're having breakfast, a, a branch of a, whatever, a plant, a house plant, anything, of just like, hold on, what is it? And you might find, oh, that pot's too small. Great, go on outside, find a tree someplace. Just to anchor you some way to some rhythm that is here. Because industry doesn't work. It drives you nuts, huh? And you try going back into management consultancy and it's like... Yeah, 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 yeah. So those other frequencies are completely clashing with you. But it's not the time of ashrams and monasteries and, you know, they're, they're just not around like, you know, they're not. We, we have to make this work. But the one thing we do have is nature. We haven't put concrete everywhere yet, thankfully. You know? There's no hard and fast solution. It's just a bummer being born at this time. It just makes it rougher that this transformation goes on in it. And the thing that supports you, there's not a lot of it. Do you know? Yeah. It's up to you then to find it. You have to pull it in. It's like it's your drug. It's your, stab your stabilizer, your anchor, your thing. It, nature will do it for you. But you'll have to take it like a tonic, you know? Just like lean up against a tree and just breathe until you feel the energy of the tree. Operate as though the unit, the physical form, is an extension of nature rather than an extension of our current environment. Pretty true. Yeah. You see? Yeah. You've you got to change your perspective and so to change the, 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 how the unit sees itself and how it meets the world. It's, it needs to meet the world in, in a, in a more naturally authentic frequency. It'll make the tiniest shift, but it'll make all the difference. You see, it's just a slight little turn of the dial. It's like, what are you aligning with? And you're trying to align yourself with things, and you can, you know, something will work for a while, and something else will work for another while. But to align the unit with nature, that still has the ancient frequency that's in your system so strongly in your system. And your system is naturally going to repel the, where it's going because it's nuts where life is going. It's nuts, you know? But what are we going to do? We're going to get spat out or we have to just roll with it, you know? <laughs> it's, it's rough, you know? But it's like, 
what we, you, you tried, you tried to dip back in and it's just, it, it jarred too much. So let's go back to what does um, pulse at the same frequency as the unit, the pod unit. Well, the pulse is, like I, I, I live not too far from the space, we can get caught on the pod. Um, you know, swing there. Okay. Uh, waiting evening before the, you know, the whole thing closes. Okay. There's nobody there yeah. across the whole lake. Yeah. Something you know, like in the fall now. Yeah. Um, you said, I'm driving somewhere and walking in the woods. Yes. Business said that's all I want. It's all you want to do, of course. I, and when I do it, I don't even feel hungry. It just, it's just. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what to do is, is when you go into nature, is consciously align with the frequency of nature. From there you can go out, but you stay as a product of nature. You, you got to keep the frequency of nature, how you meet the world. You see? Because then you can go out to the world and come back again for oxygen, <laughs> for the frequency of nature. Do you see? Because if you're consciously doing it, you can leave it. It's like charging your battery. In nature, you can, that's what you're doing, not just hanging out and kind of detoxing from the world. It's like, that's okay. But actually, you've you got to recharge yourself and then go out into the world and come back to recharge and go out into the world. Do you see? To learn how to connect with nature in a, in a, in a constructive way. You don't have to be there all the time, but you have to consciously use the time that you are there. And hold on to the, the, the connection that the unit is a product of nature. That it's, you know, it, it's not, it's not mute, mute, mutating very well. It's, it's, it needs to stay as, 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 as a primitive animal, which is yeah. what the form is. Yeah. And so giving it a place to actually recognize its identity as that. Somehow it will resource you. Let's see how it goes, you know? Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Sure, sure.
So what's real and what's not real? Let's mm. start there. Mm. Has there ever been a, a seeing that things are not real? That I've had? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I mean like feeling my father who's deceased with me. What's not real about that? not really there. Am I imagining him? Did he, you know, so am I imagining him? Maybe, maybe not. Both Both are equally plausible. chair, heaven forbid, but if you dreamt tonight that you were back up on the chair, the floor might still feel real in the dream. Mm-hmm. And would that be real? <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, it'll be, it'll be real in the dream. Yeah. Cause I'm, yeah. But then when you'd wake up tomorrow morning? Would I? Yeah, when you wake up tomorrow Where morning, uh huh, and that dream is over, isn't there another perspective that might play that says, "Whoa, I dreamt I was touching the floor again under the satsang hall, and and it was a dream, it was real in the dream, but actually it was only a dream. So now I know that it actually wasn't real. It was only real in the dream." Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. So at some time and place, given a certain subset of conditions, we have a capacity to see something as real. Given another set of time, place and conditions, we have a capacity to see something as not real. They're both hugely convincing when those conditions are playing. You know, when you're in a dream, the dream is real, the dream is happening. So when you're here, believing that Alan is sitting down talking to Jack, then this plays as real. There is another capacity which can see that this right now is not real. Just like waking up the morning after a dream sees that, ah, the dream was real to me while I was dreaming, the dream was real. But now I can see it was only a dream, so it's not really real. So there is another capacity to see that what's happening right here, right now, on this Thursday evening, to see that this is not real. There is another capacity. <laughs> Could there be another capacity? Is it possible? Hypothetically. Well, yes. I mean, I am. Um, so I can. I can 
I can jump to where you're you may be trying, you're maybe um attempting to move me to uh-huh. and so like I can I can sit here right now and say is this real? Is it real? You could say it is real. Or is it real? <laughs> it looks like it's real, but is it really real? Yeah, so I pinch my skin and I say, yeah, yeah. I can see my skin moving. And yeah, so I. Mm. We can do that in a dream too, in a nighttime dream. We can? Mm. <laughs> you see, the evidence that we use for seeing that this is real or checking out that this here this evening, right now, is real, the evidence we use comes from within this scenario. Do you see? No. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> Let's try it another way. The, sense, the senses are part of this scenario. Mm. Yeah, the auditing. The, the, the way that you audit to see that this is real. You look around, you see people, you touch your skin, you feel the texture of it. The criteria that you're using to say this is real are generated from inside it. It's like while you're asleep, you're, you're checking out being asleep while you're asleep. <laughs> do, do you see? I do, I do see that. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. So from within it, it has to, has to of course, appear as authentic. Because, it, beca- because within this scene, if we're using this scene to check out if it's real, well, of course it's going to endorse itself as real. <laughs> I'm with you there. Okay, great. Okay. So there is a capacity in us to see that this is not real. But it doesn't come from within the scene. It doesn't come from the body senses or from the regular cognitive intellectual capacity doesn't come from that realm. We could say it comes from like a, a deep resonance, comes from a knowing that you kind of don't know what you know. That kind of a non-intellectual, non-verbal, <coughs> seen from another view. Oh, well, I, I don't know what I don't know. Yes, um, yes. Which is deeper than what you just said. Yes. I don't know what I don't know. Yes. And I do acknowledge that there's a lot that I don't know. Yes, sure. All of us. Um, I mean, even the way our bodies work, I don't think. Yes. We human beings oh, understand. We're only scratching the surface. Yeah, we don't know. Yeah. So, and then as I'm sitting here, I must say, well, what's the importance <laughs> of it being real and not being real? Kind of, uh, um, it, it, you see, if we could figure out that it's not real, and we can do sometimes, we can deduce by an argument that therefore this isn't real because, uh, you know, when somebody says the eye kicks in first thing in the morning and then, then the eye really isn't there, 
there's a knowing that the I isn't what I am. So that's not real. Okay, so there's different ways that little openings come for people. But the mind plays catch-up when, when life shows itself to be real and unreal. Both are possible, and there's space for both of it, both cases. Mm-hmm. Somehow, mind plays catch-up because the way the unreality of this is shown to us it doesn't come through an intellectual idea. If it does, it doesn't last. It doesn't last. You're like, well, I can argue my way out of, I can reason the fact that this isn't real. But really, that's only an intellectual argument because it friggin' feels like it's real. You know, and you're left there and an honest perspective, you'll say, actually, it does feel real. Okay. Mm-hmm. So the not, the, the, the real unreal in, in the law of opposites everything and its opposite it has to have a flip so it must be unreal somewhere you know <laughs> practically but the knowing that it's unreal that's a seeing or it's realized it's like a oh and mind plays catch up because the limit that mind is placing saying no this is real this how could this be unreal that's a limitation of mind. And it will only get fried when something else is realized. Not learnt, known. We can do nothing about that. Because the knowing is not intellectual. It's something that shows itself. The best that folks can do is pray it in. Or just say, you know, like, show me, prove it to me this isn't real. Come on, show me, show me that this isn't real. And what you're doing is really just pushing the limits of mind a little bit. You're just, you're just kind of extending it a bit, threatening the limits or saying, I know that there's limits in my mind. So you can either trust that this is real or you can say, you know, maybe there's a limitation in my perspective right now, which is saying that this is real. That we can do. That we can do and say, you know, just maybe, maybe. Maybe my own mind has said that this is rock-solidly real. Yeah, so it's more about that. Because even if I proved it to you that this wasn't real, it would be, it would be real ten minutes' time from now. You just said, well, when my mind you know, says this to me, um, um thinking more so like when my body, my heart says, yes. it's real. Yes. Yes. Your body will say it's real, sure. But your heart? Hmm. The heart is a bit more unlimited. Just leave space for that. Yeah, sure. Thanks, Alan. It's fine. Can I come? Hi. Hi. Um. This uh, last conversation that you had, um, I've been thinking about this 
kind of thing that had this knowing that came to me one day, and it was about, um, I remember, you know, I was in, in the yoga place that I go to, and I don't even know what prompted it or if anything did, but all of a sudden, you know, it, for a few seconds, I saw that um, fear wasn't real. Beautiful. And I couldn't really um, describe what that feels like, or what that looks like. Uh-huh. But it was really surprising to me because I said, well, well, it, it kind of gave me a glimpse into that maybe reality <coughs> is really not what I ever thought it was. And that, and then I could see all these kinds of, when I thought about it, you know, I could see how different teachers that I've been listening to, books that I've been reading, um, trying to get to what you're talking about, you know. Uh, I could see how that could be possible, you know, that... that um, some kind of um, some kind of freedom. Yes. That's not of uh, fixing the mind, and uh, you know, I've, yes. I've been into trying to fix my thoughts for a long time. Sure. You know, sure. Like I shouldn't have them. Or, yeah. You know, just every aspect yeah. of thinking, taking this teacher's suggestion and that one's suggestion. My own suggestions. Yeah, yeah, we try it all out and end up dropping yeah, it all. Like I, I haven't gotten anywhere. Mm. I haven't gotten it's good anywhere. entertainment, though, isn't it? Not really. It's getting tired. You know, it's like mm. really tiring. Uh, okay. I can't fix anything. Mm. Sure there's nothing broken. Mm. Really, really, there's nothing broken. There's nothing wrong with any of it. There's nothing wrong with struggle, there's nothing wrong with pain, there's nothing wrong with any of it. Okay, well... <laughs> but there's nothing wrong with any of it, it has to really be seen. You know, I, well I guess when you're in the middle of it, right, it's just... Yeah, I guess, I mean, is it like, I mean, I think of maybe some kind of acceptance. Uh, I don't know, sometimes when I'm talking to somebody else and they have stuff going on, it's like totally okay, you know? Yes. It's like there's nothing wrong with them. Uh-huh. You know? Yeah. But when it comes to me, you know, there's this kind of ongoing, well, I have to fix something. This, something needs to be fixed. Yeah. Gosh, isn't it amazing that, that you work. can? That, isn't it amazing though how it's working, huh? So you can you have that knowing when somebody else is in pain that there's nothing wrong here. Yeah. But the mirror disappears, huh? Yeah. There's no mirror. Yeah. When well, it's, it's hard to you know I can, I recognize myself. Yeah. In, in you know yes. what somebody's going through, yes. I can see I've I've felt yeah all of that yeah. Um, so what is but that? But there's a difference between how I see and how much room I have for 
how 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 okay it is for other people, as opposed to it being really okay for me to be as I am. I guess you know. Mm. I'm always fixing something. I mean, this morning I sat on my couch and you know, I sit every morning and I kind of just try to inquire, you know, I'm trying to get beyond what I, try to get to my limits, you know. Yeah. Um, but, uh, I don't know, I just can't do it. I, I'm losing interest in everything. Like, you know, everything that I think is going to help me to get better. Yes, it's not. You know, mm. what, what, what's away. wrong? What's what needs fixing? What's wrong with what's wrong with you? Do you know what's wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> no, but what needs fixing is a better way to phrase it. But what's what's wrong? You know, what what on earth could be wrong? What needs fixing? I you're onto something you know because from here what it looks like is that there's this pattern this loop that you run yes you know of anything at all that, that you can fix will fix anything at all will give you something to do so that you can run the I'm improving things or I'm fixing something or yes. I'm sorting it out or something you know? Like getting somewhere. Getting like somewhere. somewhere, yeah, or just being busy. It's like, you know, everybody has some Achilles heel, some old thought that keeps looping, 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 looping. Um, mm -hmm. You know, everybody has something. So, yeah. So, and, and they're fine. The thing is, if, if, if you believe it and you're in there in the story of that loop, mm -hmm. it's going to cause pain, huh? It keeps the eye going. Whereas if you recognize yeah. it, well, that's just my fix-it loop, you know? I'll, I'll, let's, let's fix it and take down the curtains and hang the curtains and wash the curtains. Or, well, let that be the fixing job for today. If you were to get distance from it to that level, to whereby it was, you saw the insignificance of what you were going to fix. Yeah. Do you see? Because that loop... Well, how do you see that? Yeah. Yeah. How do you see the loop? I mean, you can see the loop. But yeah. Can you see. Can you see the loop now? Can you see that it's a loop? I can see that it's a loop. Okay. And I can see that I, I, I can't seem to get out of it. I don't know if that's another loop or what. But, <laughs> you know, I can't seem to get. I can't get beyond the loop. Okay, it's but. It's been a long time. Sure, but if the loop is being believed, that's one thing. If the loop is allowed to be there, but that it loses its potency, 
if there is a deeper knowing that nothing needs fixing here, but a part of my personality is wired to fix something, and that's what's going on here. So if you have that awareness, then the fixing can happen. There's no investment. There's no investment. Things are going to be better when I have this fixed. Because that's exhausting. It's now exhausting. Yeah. Yeah. Because you're constantly fixing something that's not broken at all. You're just rearranging the furniture. That's all you're doing. Just rearranging the furniture. Take down the curtains, wash them, put them back up. It's like, only you noticed. It's not going to change the planet. You know? Right. Right? You're not really impacting change where it's necessary. It just feels like it's your loop. Yeah, it does. I know. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. So the loop itself must be seen, recognized to be a loop on a daily basis. Just so that you get your distance from it. And in a couple of weeks, you'll have a bit of distance. There I go again. There I go again. There's the personality again. Let the fixing happen, but do not be invested in an outcome. I'm just rearranging the furniture here, and part of me believes I'm going to make things better if I fix this, if I sort this. But I've given up on that. Of on what? I've given up on an outcome. Okay. Why is it still interesting to you? Why is the loop so Yeah. Why do you still... Yeah. I don't know. It's like being a robot, you know? Yeah. It's like, kind of like, um... Why is that interesting? Because I have to fix it. Yeah, why? Um, if it's not about the end product being fixed, why do you have to fix it? I guess it's like, a, almost feels like a place I have to be. It's like a... It's like a who I think I am in that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. For sure. I am that. Yes. Gives you an identity, sure. Yeah. Sure. So pull it apart in terms of like, does it does it go so far that it gives you a purpose? Or does it just make you feel alive? Does being busy and having a project give you some sense of uh, individuality, of separation? What what What's what's in there in that cocktail? Um, is that like what's um, okay? So like, what do I get out of it? Yeah, what do you get out of it? help is when this fixing loop is running yeah is to say all right okay there's that loop mind is running a story that i gotta fix this 
simply because the gnawing sense of dis-ease inside me mm-hmm. imagines that it'll feel better if I do this. Because it imagines I feel, I feel better if I can get out of it. Yeah. If I can escape it. Yeah. Like being free. Yes, but the problem is that unease, which is there before the fix-it idea kicks in. Oh, okay. That's really what it's about. There's something. Oh, okay. All right. I hear you. Yeah. That's where the the personal eye is running. Okay. That's where just before the. Yeah. I'll fix it. You're you're all, It's too late then. You're in the story right. then. You've you've bought the idea of feeling uncomfortable. Right. It's before that. It's before it kicks in. Do you see? So, I do, yeah, because I know what the I know ha- that that's there. Great, okay, so, you can so feel I it. Fear or something. It's some, but fear some, isn't real, huh? But fear isn't real. Yeah. So Yeah. But you know I mean when I was in that experience I knew that was true. Yeah. Yeah. But as soon as it was over uh, you know, I could remember it, and yes. I could say, you know, yeah, that, that gave me some knowledge. I had yes. that piece of knowledge, that experience, yes. that showed me something. Yes. And I know I can't chase around after it, because yes. it didn't happen because I went after it. That's right. I That's right. Forward. That's right. That's right. But it comes when there's an emptiness, when there's just no- nothing going on, no drama. Right. And there's no drama, there's space for these seeings to show themselves. Right. And, and know whatever that is, whatever that, that yes. is. Yes. That knowing sense of something, you're in story there, and then the story gets stronger by the fix-it loop. So what I'm pointing to, I suppose, really, is that knowing Gnawing? Are you saying gnawing? Like, oh, gnawing. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You said gnawing, gnawing. Uh, yeah, sorry, okay. Yeah, that's okay. Yeah, the gnawing. Yeah, yeah. That dis-ease inside. Yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. that's what to address. Okay. The fixing can still happen, but don't let them connect to each other. Okay. All right? Yes. You can yeah, go. Because I can see how that could be a distraction. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Is that what you mean? Yeah, it's it's it, You know, if the personality has its own its own patterns, they're generally fine. It's just that the ego will use them, and it's like if we nip the ego bit, the patterns are actually all right. They lose their potency. They can just um, they're just about yeah. being busy or yeah, being neurotic or whatever we do. You know, yeah. I'm sure it's grand to be neurotic if you've no I invested in there. Right, it's like natural. You see, it's natural, yeah, it's just personality. It's just, it's fine, it's doing its thing. So we're after the the dis-ease that's going on just prior to fixing something. Because that sends you off. You're you're out then, you're out, you're, you know. Yeah, that seems to be what's maybe what I'm um, attending to somehow. Yes, yes, yes. By... Going into this. Yes, it's getting fatter, no? That's its space. Yes. yes. Right. That's yes. where it kind of has a connection to that's the right. existence of that. Loop. That's right. Correct. 
So when that dis-ease is felt, or even if you're in the middle of fixing something, say, hold on, hold on, let me find the dis-ease that was underneath all this. Mm-hmm. So now what is that? What is that? Does that have any substance? What's the real nature of that? And you'll find it'll just fall apart. Because it's about nothing. It's just a, a bit of grumpiness. It's just the idea of an it's eye. Of, oh. That's all it is. It's just an idea. It's just a sense of being separate. It's only an idea. Really? Yes. Underneath that, there's just peace and stillness. So it's like this feeling is not... The sense of disease is just like a feeling in the body or something? I mean, it's just... uh... Yeah, it's generated by the sense of separation. Because there's something not okay about feeling separate. You see? And, and, and so we, we feel the dis-ease about it all, but that comes from the, the sense of being separate. It, it's almost like beneath that. It's like, yeah, but that's just an idea. You know, in that moment, if it's well, this is just an idea that's being believed. So go deeper than that. And I think you can do that. I think you can zap okay. in to like, yeah. where, where there's no beliefs, where there's just, drop all of it, drop all of it. Mm. Yeah. So then there'd be no fuel added to the idea of separation. The second that it's seen, that the disease is felt, the second that it's seen, drop it, drop it, drop it. Just drop it. Just drop it. Because anything you do with it, you'll be fixing it, and there it gets fatter. There's no fixing it. I have to recognize it, though. Yeah. I have to know. You do. I have to recognize that it's there. You do. I can't, you know, you do. mind paying attention to the fixing. That's right. I have to go. That's right. And it might be that you're, yeah, it might be that you're fixing and you think, oh, whoa, whoa, I'm stop, stop right now. I'm in the middle of fixing. Stop it. Okay, what's, what's going on? What's the deeper feeling inside that? And then when you find that painful one, mm-hmm. it's like, okay, drop it, drop it. That's just BS. Drop it. Okay. That will change the wiring in your brain. That will just change the pattern of, of how the eye gets set up for you, how separation runs for you. Mm. Right, yeah. Yeah, I can see that, that that would be the practice, I guess, if it's a practice. Yeah, if it's a practice. It's, a pra- it's about dropping all the, 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 the potential for an eye to build. Dropping it, just dropping it. That's the practice, sure. Mm. Anything else is going to be doing something with it. So you're at that point of like, every bit of doing builds the eye. Everything you do builds the eye. You see? That's why it gets exhausting, huh? Yes, it is. So now it's just dropping, dropping. And you will have to drop that too. I mean, no, it's just. I mean, I have to drop, like, you know, all the books I read. Not at all, not at all. They're just, that's, you see, the loop can continue on its own. We're disconnecting that dis-ease from the loop. The okay. loop. The loop is just what, what the personality likes to do. Okay. You know, makes it feel better to read a nice yeah. book. Uh, yeah, enjoy. Yeah. yeah, sure, let it happen. What's the problem? Mm. 
see the difference? There's a few I layers do. in this now. Yeah. 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 I mean, she feels like that, that's okay. You know? Yes. Like, loop is okay. Yeah, the loop is okay. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> and that's okay too. <laughs> yes. 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 Like, is it another place to go if it's sure. something? Sure. Just the, to drop it. The, you the, know, it's to drop it. It's not, you know, yeah. what you're saying is when you say drop it. Yeah. It's not about fixing it. Yeah, it's not about right. fixing it. There's nothing to be fixed. Really, there's nothing to be fixed. And read the books for entertainment. Fix things for entertainment. But there's nothing to be fixed. You know? The dropping will have to be dropped as well. But it's worth doing for a while because it will change something in, in, in your thinking structure. Okay. But yes, you'll have to drop the dropping too. But there is some little bit yeah. of juice you can get out of that to actually break break a circuit of where the eye is uh, fattening. It's, yeah, mm. it's fattening with the with the fixing. Does that makes sense. Mm, yeah. Okay. Yeah, it makes total sense. Great. Yeah. Okay. Great. Yes, thank you. You're welcome. You're welcome. Okay. Are people all right if we just go on for another one? Is that all right? I think we said nine o'clock. Was it nine o'clock? Nine thirty. Nine thirty. Okay, Grant. We'll continue on then. I just had a question. Yeah, that's. Come on, it's fine. Hi. Hi. Good. Thank you. Um, is there a self? Like capital S self or small s? <laughs> do, do you know, because some spiritual books refer to as... I don't know, which, what self do you mean? It's a self that, that people tell me that I am. Sometimes I don't even recognize it. But is there a self underneath all the pain and the... Like an absolute self. Yeah. I'm not being cheeky, but there isn't, there isn't. Okay. Phenomenally, there is a resting place. And we call that the self. Right? Personality, the character is on top of that as a display. And so, in life that's as good as it can get to that steady peace, that capital S self, the big self, absolute self, that that's inside. And living from there is, is a different... Uh, life happens more organically from there. It's easier in one way because because there's a knowing that what happens on the outside world doesn't actually really touch what you are. Because you are the capital S, and the capital S is not the one engaging in life. The personality, the character is engaging in life. So it's like the investment shifts from being the personality that we're trying to fix for years and try to heal and try to accept and love, and then it goes into something deeper, much more profound than that once the personality is kind of okay. 
once you love yourself. Going into that deeper, solid place within, that peace is inside all the time. It's there. Most people can just access it when they want, if they've done a good bit of spiritual work. That's as good as it gets phenomenally in the world. You can tap into that steady, solid, peace, stillness. It's there all the time. Capital S. But we're not that either. We're not that either. Because that's still an object of perception. It's still a landing place. Now, what to talk about what we really are, the mind and language are only wired to do from the capital S self out into the world. The, the tools for describing what you really are isn't in the English language for sure. I don't know if there's another language that is more appropriate. I don't know. But, and, and it doesn't work in terms of subject, object, me telling you, because all of that is garbage. Do you see? So now how do we talk about it? What you really are. If you throw away the, cap, the, 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 the self, the personality, the character, and the self that's deep beneath, that's untouched by life, if you throw away all of that, what's left is not phenomenal. It's not a thing. And mind grasps and said, well, it's nothing, or it's everything, or it's the void, or it's blackness, or it's emptiness, it's fullness. It's, that's all mind can do, you see? It's still back and it wants to label, and it's like, yeah, 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 that's mind. But isn't that what makes us afraid to go there? Mind will make you afraid to go there. Simply because that's, that's all it can do. It has a limited vocabulary and a limited set of tools. But your mind doesn't know anything about what you are. Because it can't go there. Because it's wired to go from the self out. But what you really are, prior to all of it, or beyond all of it, outside of time, outside of space, outside of what we can comprehend, outside of the idea of existence... Is there some sense of that? And I'm not addressing mind now, even though I'm using language and that, that, that. But is there some sense of outside of all of it? Okay. And what's the response of the mind? body, that mechanism? What's the response? I don't understand the question. Okay, that's probably the answer. Huh? Yeah, because... <laughs> because outside of all of it, that there's a sense of when you're alone, that makes sense. Because attention has to be in the world when we're with other people, because the labeling is, is going on so that we can function. Okay? So, the outside of all of it, if, if the mind was to kind of say, Yeah, yeah, I totally understand it, I can go there, da, 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 if the mind was full of a story about it, it wouldn't be it. It would be a state of mind if mind knew it. Do you see? See, so we had, we're kind of using words to kind of say what's, what, what we can't talk about. This is, you know? But some part of you knows what I'm talking about, I think. 
It's just hard for me to be in the world sometimes. Yeah, sure. 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 But the... Yeah, it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. Let it unravel. It's fine. Let it unravel. Just breathe a bit, it's all right, just breathe. So, how about that the, the difficulty for being in the world, is it experienced by the personality, by the character, or is it experienced by what you really are? It just doesn't feel like a good fit. What doesn't feel like a good fit? Um, it's hard to pay attention. Okay. It's hard to, uh, to connect with other people. Okay. And is there a sense that you're someplace else? That your attention is someplace else or that you're not here at all? That I'm not here at all. Okay. Does that make sense? It does. Yeah. Are you here sometimes? Um, yeah. Okay. I just don't want to be. Yeah, you don't want to be. Yeah, you don't want to be. Where's home? Home? Yeah. Where's home? It's when I feel um, love. Ah. That's home. Okay. When you feel it within yourself, or does it need to be reflected? Doesn't matter. Both. As long as I can feel it. Okay. Ah, uh, all right. Am I making any sense? You are. Yeah. But, but has there been an awful lot of pain in your life? Has there been an awful lot of pain in your life? Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. <clears throat> all right, then this is... But this. it's not here now. Yes. Yes. You can be on top of me in a minute. Yeah. 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 Why can't I let it go? Pardon? I can't seem to let it go. Yes. And have you done some work to, to heal it? Okay. I love it. Okay. Do you love yourself? I think so. That's the only thing you have to do. That's cutting straight into the core of human pain. Loving yourself totally, exquisitely. Loving yourself. That cuts through it all. What is, the, um, what is it that I'm loving? The woman. The human form. The human life that was lived. The, mm, the woman that's living the human life. 
You are. But here's the trick. What, what you are is outside of all of it. That's what you really are. Now, a huge, a, a huge amount of the journey, the, the journey, the journey of a, of a human life from birth to death, a huge amount of that is about losing love and finding love. It's literally the play of love. The absence of love and, lo and trying to pull it back in again. And when, when self-love is in place, when there's absolute total love for yourself in spite of anything, of any story, any loop that your mind can run, when self-love is in place, life becomes a lot easier because that search, that discomfort stops. You see? Now, when that discomfort stops, it's really worth doing. It's really worth doing because at least it's like, okay, okay, right, you know, I, li life is okay here. Now, now, it's only the personality who was here. It's only the personality who was learning how to love herself. That's all it was. But heck, while the body is alive, you might as well make it easier for her, even though you know you're not her. So whatever is here can be here in a much easier way if self-love is in place. That's the natural evolution of, 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 of love because it tries to heal itself and love itself and take care of itself. And loving just is, we, we just can't seem to rest without love. We just can't as a race. Mm -hmm. We just can't, you know. Love kicks in there at some point, self-love. That's well worth doing, even though you know, not really here, not really interested in this game at all, but self-love, that's worth it. The payoff is colossal. So where is the self in all this? When there is self-love, something, um, your attention or your perception or the core of your being drops to that still place of perfection and stillness and peace it's the phenomenal place of rest deep within self-love means that that is accessible to you all the time without self-love it's like we're 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 up from our you know our resting place we're up and out and fighting or tense or anxious or unhappy there's some contraction up out of a resting place so that capital S self is down there in that place, much more accessible once self-love is in place. And then outside of all of it, okay. But as long as life is being lived, you go for that self, huh? You go for that self. Is that why aloneness feels so good? Yes. Yes. But I can have that even if I'm not alone. Okay. Right. You can drop into it. Yeah, yeah, of course. But it seems like when you're with other pe people, lack of self-love seems to be uh, more closer to the surface. Or something can challenge your relationship with yourself or threaten you or reject you. Or, you know, these other reminders of old pains can come in through other people. huh? Yeah. So if self-love is in place, it's like other people can do what they want. It doesn't touch you. They're fine to do what they're... That's about them. It stops being about you. 
Once self-love is in place, it stops being about you. And then you're inside in that capital S self. And that's as good as it gets while life is being lived. It's just the surprise of being, uh, the surprise of being rejected still hurts. Yeah. Yes. But am I giving that to myself? Yes, you're doing it to yourself. To highlight how there's how, the power of lack of self-love, the power of it. That's what it's doing, it's manifesting that. If self-love is in place, it wouldn't manifest that. You wouldn't see it. You wouldn't hear it. Really? Yeah, yeah. You wouldn't hear it. You wouldn't hear it. Okay, thanks. Yeah, sure. With a couple of minutes, anybody else? you see the story that you're running it's like accept it just accept it because if you try and fix it you haven't seen it at all really you're in the loop of judging it which is just more judgment on top of judgment so the second that you see it's like okay that's just what I'm doing right now and rather than I get it right or I won't let it happen again it's like you know so what so what eventually you remember you know you remember not to whatever you know, eat too much bad food or whatever it is, you know. And then, rather than being disciplined around, I mustn't do this, I mustn't do that, th that tends to create more problems than what it's worth. You know, if there's like a, oh, okay, that happened, it's all right, this is how I'm coping, that's all right too. If there's an acceptance, it tends to bring around the more natural organic movement faster. And the natural organic movement is to rarely binge, really. If comfort food is needed, it's needed. And, and it's like, yeah, comfort food is needed and my body has a tough time digesting it. But so what? Comfort food is needed. And yeah, there isn't any, you know, if I saw the truth, I'd eat only organic and I'd only be, it's not oh, like that. Yeah. <laughs> Ha, 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 ha.
<laughs> oh, fantastic. <laughs> yeah, yeah, fantastic. So, so, yeah, you know, it's not like that that pattern might ever change. It's your response to the pattern is what to, what to drop. The pattern actually. I am much gentler with myself. Yeah. 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 You know, and then some, I'll, you know, I'll chip away and, you know, I get a little, you know, success at something, but, um, yeah, yeah, I am much different. Yeah, 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 it's around that, isn't it, it's just being very fluid, you know, like, so that life moves you and does what it wants with you, you know. And we have discernment to say yes or no, of course, we have to have these skills. But being fluid is when, when I don't know, what, something pure acts through you because you have no agenda. Not repairing anything, not fixing anything, not straightening anything up, not needing it to be any different. And when all of that has dropped, it's like, well, you know, comfort eating happens too. And if it's part of that flow, it's part of that flow. Do you see? I don't feel like my fear is walking barking through me. I feel like I'm, you know, I have all these ideas and, you know. But aren't they okay? Can they be allowed to? Ideas happen. The personality will probably always have ideas about things. That's all right. They don't need to go because functioning in the world has to happen. You see? It's like, let the ideas be there, but just, if it's possible, just turn down their volume just a tiny bit. But getting rid of them, no. But it's just like, hold on, their ideas, they're doing its thing. Hey, great, personality is enjoying this, is doing this, moving this, talking about this, thinking about this, planning this, great. That's the personality doing her thing. It's all, it's, it's, it, life isn't the problem, you see. How we are isn't the problem, really, do you know? The criticism of it, that's what creates an I. Hmm. Yeah, and you. Nice to be back in this forum again. Thank you for your time, for dropping your bodies into this room. And if you got something, fine. If you didn't get something, fine. You know? Coming here was never your choice anyway, even though you might think it was. <laughs> Thank you, Veda and Mukti, for arranging this. Huh? Thank you. So tomorrow evening, um, tomorrow evening at seven thirty in here, same forum, same place. Okay. And if you know somebody that might, in some way, enjoy this or get something from it. Please bring them, huh? And sure, see you if I see you tomorrow. Okay, I'll be here anyway. Thank you. Thank you. Sleep well.